Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman is unaware that as cub reporter Jimmy Olsen opens a wooden box which has just been delivered to him, he and Beanie Martin, the Daily Planet copy boy, are about to receive the shock of their lives. Nelson, the cover have come loose, Beanie. I'll have it off in a minute. Now, let me give you a hand, Jim. Thanks. Here it comes. There, that does it. Now let's see what's inside. Holy mackerel, Jim. Look. Sleeping lizards. It, it's a tiny man. Fellows and girls, for the first time in a long time, I find myself at a loss for words. Yes, that's literally true, believe it or not. Honestly, I, I don't know how to begin to tell you exactly what's going on in the offices of the Superman Hidden Word Contest. Except that, well, the judges feel somewhat like the city of New York after the big snowstorm here a couple of weeks ago. I mean, they're literally snowed under by your wonderful response to the contest. And it's going to take some day doing to dig their way out of the avalanche of letters and postcards that are, by the way, still pouring in. But they're hard at it, going as fast as they can without overlooking the fact that each entry must be carefully read and, of course, judged fairly, with each one getting an equal amount of attention. Of course, that's going to hold up the announcement of the winner somewhat, but we know you'll understand and be patient. And just keep your fingers crossed until the big day arrives. Meanwhile, just to play safe, do your best not to miss even one single Superman program. Not only because each episode in The Adventures of Superman is full of thrills and excitement, but so that you don't miss the thrill of hearing your name announced as one of the 1,000 lucky winners. Now, there's something else I want to tell you, but we'll hold that until later, so be sure to keep listening. And now, the adventures of Superman. On the morning following his rescue from the sea by Superman... Cub reporter Jimmy Olsen was writing the story about the operations of the gang of black marketeers when a wooden box about four feet long, two feet wide, and a foot deep and perforated with small holes was delivered to him at the Daily Planet. Jimmy and Beanie Martin, the planet's copy boy, opened the box, which had been placed on the desk in Clark Kent's office, and then gasped in surprise. For lying in the box, snoring gently in sleep, was a tiny man... As they gazed in speechless amazement, they saw a miniature man, scarcely three feet tall, clothed in a bright green frock coat, striped trousers, and patent leather shoes. His hair, soft and yellow as a baby's, and his nose, with a slight sidewise tilt, set over a firm mouth and a square, stubborn chin. As Jimmy and Beanie stared, the midget yawned, rubbed his eyes with miniature fists, then suddenly opened bright blue eyes. And seeing Jimmy and Beanie... He leaped to his feet in alarm. Good heavens, where am I? 
Well, who are you? Oh, my gosh. Why, why, this is the Metropolis Daily Planet. The what? The Daily Planet, a newspaper. I'm Jim Olson. My name is Jim Olson? Did you say you're Jim Olson? That's right. Oh, but who? thank Mickery, thank Venus, thank Moss, thank everybody. Listen, what are you? Oh, I was never so relieved in all my born days. You know, for a moment, I thought the boot might have caught me. The what? Oh, the boot. Oh, a terrible man, a most horrible man. But perhaps I gave him the slip this time. Oh, I do hope so. Oh, I say, Jim, old chap, help me out of this box, won't you? Oh, sure. <laughs> there you are. Don't step on Mr. Kent's papers. Mr. Kent? Who's Mr. Kent? Uh, this is his office. He's a reporter on this paper. Oh. Jumping jelly beans. I'm stiff. It was quite uncomfortable in that box, you know. Yeah, I'll bet. Now, look, uh, Mr... Uh, Frederick is the name. Uh, Frederick the Great. Huh? What? Uh, but you might call me Freddy if you like. Oh. Uh, thanks. Will you please tell me how and why you came here in a box addressed to me? Of course, boy, of course. You see, your cousin and your aunt said that you could be trusted... Also, as a reporter in a large newspaper, you might be able to help me. You say my cousin and my aunt sent you to me? Correct. Your cousin Ginger and your aunt Louise. Charming creatures, both of them charming. Hey, aren't yeah, they but... the ones who want to travel in a circus, Jim? Yes, Beanie. Look, uh, Freddy, I don't get this. Oh, Why I'm did... perfectly willing to explain everything, Jim, but uh, only to you. Huh? Uh, would you mind taking your stroll, old chap? Oh, gee uh, Go on, go walk your poodle. Uh, that's a good fellow. Go on, Beanie, beat it. Gosh... Tell him to keep me under his hat, Jim, no matter what. Under his hat? You know, tell him to forget he ever saw me. Oh, uh, Beanie. Yeah? Don't tell anybody about Freddy. Not anybody. Okay. Hello, Beanie. You looking for me? Why, no, Mr. Kent, I... Uh, oh, jumping, jelly beans. Nothing, Mr. I'll clear the decks out of my... Relax, Freddy. It's only Mr. Kent. Keep him away. Can't go into my own office. No, you oh, Out of the way, Beanie. What's going on here, Jim? Oh, uh, uh, well, you see, uh... What's the matter with you? And what's that wooden box on my... Great Scott, there's a little man in it. That's right. He... Uh, oh, Mr. Ken won't hurt you, Freddy. He's my best friend. He's your best friend? Sure, you and if you need help like you say, he'll be glad to help you, won't you, Mr. Ken? Oh, of course oh, I will. Good, but good. who in the world... My professional name, sir, is Frederick the Great. You uh, must have heard of me. Well, I... You see, I... before the war, when I traveled all over the world with the All England and British Commonwealth Circus... I was billed as Frederick the Great, the smallest man in the world. And if I say so myself, I was a great attraction. I'm sure you were, but how did you come here? The express company delivered him in this box, Mr. Ken. What? Yeah, you know, my cousin Ginger and Aunt Louise, you know, they own a little circus. They sent him to me. Sent him to you? Exactly. Uh-huh. Freddy's in some kind of trouble. He says somebody's after him. And... Oh, yes. It's a problem of world-shattering importance, Mr. Ken. World-shattering. Uh, tell me, have you ever heard of Robert Archer? Robert Archer? No, I don't think well, so. Neither have I. Oh, dear, that's bad. But I must find him, and at once. I must. Why? Who is this Robert Archer, Freddy? He was once my late master's assistant. That's all I know. But I must find him before the 1st of February. If I don't, something terrible will happen to the whole world. Oh, now, what Look. do you mean, Freddy? Oh, it's true. My late master told me so. He said I must find Robert Archer before the 1st of February so that Mr. Archer could stop... Uh, stop... Well, whatever it is that is going to happen. Now, there isn't much time. Oh, dear, what do I do? Oh, what boy. Who is this master you're talking about, Freddy? Well, uh, the late Sir Hubert Clay. You mean the great mathematician and physicist who died about a year ago? Well, precisely. Except that he didn't just die. He was murdered. Murdered? Yes. The boot did it while trying to get Sir Hubert to tell him the secret. Well, who is the boot? And what's the secret? Oh, the boot is a terrible man, a horrible man. 
who's been chasing me all over the world because now that he's killed my master, he wants to get the secret from me, you see. You mean you know what the secret is? Yes. Uh, 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 no. Uh, I don't know. Huh? Well, now, look, Wait, what? Jim, wait. You say you don't know what the secret is, but it affects the future of the world? Yes, indeed, of the entire world. That's what the human said. And he told me something terrible, something utterly, utterly terrible would happen unless I found Robert Archer before February 1st. Well, does that mean Robert Archer knows the secret, too? Well, not at all. Uh, but he'll know what to do to prevent this terrible thing from happening when he does know. When he knows what? The secret, of course. How is he going to find out if Sir Hubert is dead? He'll find out from me. Now, well, wait a minute. You said you didn't know it. Well, no. Uh, or do I? Oh, at least I don't think I do. As a matter of fact, I'm quite sure I don't. Oh, boy. You mean, Freddy, that Sir Hubert Clay gave you some... Some memorandum or, or a letter or something for Robert Archer? Oh, just a message. He made me memorize it. Did you want to hear it? Yes, I'd like to. All right, here it is. Uh, X is to Freddy as Y is to Sari. The equation equals the first day of February. In the name of heaven, act quickly. What kind of double talk is that? What does it mean? I don't know, but... X mu- is to Freddy as Y is to Sari. Who or what is Sari? Do you know that? No, but Robert Archer will. Sir Hubert said so, and with his last breath, begged me to find you. Did Sir Hubert say where Mr. Archer is? Oh, he didn't know. But about two months ago, in Budapest, I discovered that Robert Archer was here in the States. Well, the United States is pretty large. Did you find out what part of the country he's in? Oh, no. All I could learn is that he's here. That's pretty slim. Look, if you ask me, it's all a lot of malarkey. There probably isn't any Robert Archer at all. But but, but I tell you that... You're wrong, Jim. There is a Robert Archer, all right. Huh? What's that, Beanie? Well, I... I was listening outside the door, Mr. Kent, and I heard you. Well, that's a fine thing to do. Wait a minute, Jim, wait. You said something about Robert Archer, Beanie. What do you know about him? I know there is a Robert Archer, like Freddie says. And I can tell you something about him, too. Amazed, Clark, Kent, Jimmy Olsen, and Frederick the Tiny Man stare at Beanie Martin. How and what does the Daily Planet copy boy know about the mysterious Robert Archer? We'll be back in a moment to find out in the startling climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Let's go back now for just a minute to the subject of the Superman Hidden Word Contest. That famous quotation from the Declaration of Independence, which was repeated by Abraham Lincoln in his immortal Gettysburg Address. And let's explore further the real meaning of the phrase, all men are created equal. Yesterday, we told you it means that under our Constitution, each of us has an equal opportunity for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that is true. But it cannot really apply to you and to me unless we, all of us, are willing to cooperate as a team. By that, I mean that to really enjoy our rights, we must all be willing to respect the rights of others. And boiling it down still further... It means simply that we must practice fair play, good sportsmanship. That's all, and that's simple enough, because the spirit of fair play is to respect the other fellow's rights and to give him the same kind of break you'd expect for yourself, regardless of what he looks like physically or what religion he practices. If we don't feel that way and act that way, we are not good citizens, not good Americans. So remember, to protect your own right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness... Keep in mind always that all men are created equal. And now, 
back to the adventures of Superman. In Clark Kent's office, Beanie Martin, head copy boy of the Daily Planet, has just told Kent, Jimmy Olsen, and Frederick the Midget that he knows about the mysterious Robert Archer, who, according to the little man, holds the key to a disaster scheduled to happen on February 1st. Amazed, Kent questions the boy. What do you know about Robert Archer, Beanie? Oh, good heavens, boy, what could you know about him? Well, I know, I know that... Oh, keepers, look, Mr. Kent, look at this news flash that just came in. What news flash? Wait a minute, Jim. That'll tell you about him. What does it say, Mr. Kent? Oh, yes, yes, do read it aloud. It's dated Parkersville, and it says... Robert Archer, associate professor of mathematics at Parkersville University... One-time assistant to the late Sir Hubert Clay, famous British mathematician and physicist... That's him. That's the man. ...disappeared from his home last night under mysterious circumstances. Disappeared? Robert Archer disappeared? That's right, Freddy. He disappeared before you could find him. What does this mean? Yes, Clark Kent, what does this mean? An associate professor in a small university whom a tiny man was delegated by a late great scientist to find has disappeared just before Superman was asked to help find him. A mysterious cryptic message. A menacing man known only as the boot. A warning by the great scientist that the fate of the entire world depended on the midgets finding Robert Archer before February 1st. What is it all about? There's mystery and excitement ahead for you, fellows and girls, in our new story entitled Dead Man's Secret. So be sure to listen tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter 2 on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom Mix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.